there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, another win. Uh, unbelievably, two wins out of two after the terrible results that we had previously to that. Uh, this time against Newcastle. Newcastle in the news, hugely in the news, as everyone knows. Um, so we'll be talking about that, I'm sure. Joined by Adam, first time on the show. How are you doing, Adam? I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks. Excellent. Uh, if you watch any Spurs stream at all, you'll know Adam. He's always in the comments, always uh, giving support. So, uh, yeah, on behalf of all the Spurs community, thank you so much, Adam, and thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, Andy. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Also got Jay, who's a Newcastle fan from Vetro NUFC. How you doing, Jay? Hope you're not. We'll be nice. There'll be no bragging too much. No. <laughs> oh, they'll be bragging. They'll be bragging. Okay. Yeah, very interested to get you. Obviously, we'll be talking about the Tottenham perspective. Very interested to get their perspective from the Newcastle fan and from the takeover and the owners. Uh, and then also joined by Jonathan Blondell's biggest fan, Bob. How you doing? <laughs> very well, mate. Very well. Three points. Uh, ten goals in three games. Uh, a three-two thrashing of Newcastle United. Uh, we're winning the league, mate. We're winning the league. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far. But yeah, hopefully Tommy, hopefully Matt will be joining us a bit later on. But uh, f- first things first, I'll come to you, Jess, a Newcastle fan. Obviously, your takeover has all been in the news. That's uh, pretty much for about a week. Uh, we've obviously had our thoughts uh, here. Uh, obviously, the um, human rights issues are a big uh, area of contention as well um what are your thoughts on the takeover i'm assuming you're absolutely over the moon with it that the fact that you've got a bit of mike ashley which uh is kind of the daniel levy-esque um, yeah, what, what yeah. Are your thoughts on the takeover and, uh, yeah absolutely brilliant the news came out last week i was just buzzing when i heard that ashley's conversation gets in i wouldn't even know the 14 years of cross for that <laughs> you know, I won a football club, never got these owners, and I was just amazed. I have got a thrill in about 18 months of hell. The hell of a hard. Yeah. It. it was just, just just getting it done and getting new owners in was just, it made it, made it any classified, any classified happy around the northeast, and it almost was buzzing. Going up and get drinking and just meant yesterday was yesterday before the game was just mad. Everyone had a good time and just celebrating it. It's fun. It's around the northeast. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, what, what do you think their first point of call will be? Obviously, they can't make any signs until January. Do you think that they'll be signing? Yeah, hopefully we'll get some new players. Hopefully we'll be signing to seven new players. We need a squad. We need someone else. Get rid of the dead board at this club. Get rid of the players we don't need. And you guys come in and see what we can do in January. And the money we get. Excellent. What are your thoughts on Steve? Well, that competent idiot. For for me, I want out. He needs to go out of this club. He's just ruined it from since he's been. He's not a manager, so we want him gone. Every fan said it for the game. Because when I said it, when I'm gone, you just know what to do and what a clue with the, with the team and itself. He doesn't care at all. I watched his first concert last week for the Tottenham game. He was just 
In the game, baby. What do you think? What do you think, Adam? Steve Bruce, obviously. I don't think he's a Premiership level manager, but he is manager. I think he'll go. But do you think he should go now, or do you think they'll keep him a little bit longer? Are you there, Adam? What's oh, up? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, no, unfortunately. I mean, if you ask me personally, I mean, I'm not a Newcastle fan, but like, I mean, but I really don't think he's going to like take Newcastle out of relegation. Like, like, so, I reckon now, I mean, like, I think that's eight games now, seven or eight games they've gone on, like, without a win. Win, like, I mean. You know, I, I hate to give anyone here watching like PTSD flashbacks, but it, it really does remind me of our form back in that at the start of that 08 09 season when like we didn't win anything in under in eight games. Like, so I mean, and we got rid of rid of our manager then, and and look, and we just and we got the right man in like, and before we knew it, we were like, like I'm um, in the Champions League spot. So, oh, I mean, especially with this Saudi takeover, like if I think if Newcastle can maybe sack Bruce now and get like. I don't think like maybe like a person like Conte will come in just yet, like, but maybe you know a, a nice stop gap, st- sorry, stop gap manager like can come in and take over from Bruce and then and like, at least lift Newcastle out of like the relegation zone and get them to a respectable place in the table before you know eventually ma- managers like Conte can come in like and uh, and then start challenging for the maybe even the title in five years time. We'll see. Yeah, what do you think, Bob? What do you think of their manager? Do you think it would be a Conte come in with a keep us up promise of I don't know five hundred million transfers, or do you think it will be stay with Bruce and then in the summer? No, I, I think I think Jay said you know it's only a matter of time before he's gone. Um, it's a case of how long they keep him. Uh, I've got a funny feeling they'll probably keep him till Jan. Um, it's one of those, isn't it? Do you bring a manager in now so he can put his um, marker down with regards to what kind of players he wants in? Or do you just stay with Bruce and, and, and take your time getting the right man in? Um, Conte is not a man who's going to come in halfway through the season and there's not other any other people out there apart from a Fonseca. So, yeah, I mean, it's very unlikely that a £320 billion owner is going to keep a Steve Bruce. Uh, it's very unlikely. It's very unlikely. So uh, they need a big manager. It's They just have to time it right. Um, and the reason why I'm happy about yesterday is it's probably the last time we fucking beat them. So um, yeah. uh, to make the most of it. Make the most of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Jay, you, you obviously want Bruce out. I, I watched your show uh, earlier on. Uh, the, the link's in the um, description uh, at the end will go through the YouTube Steve Bruce goes to tomorrow. Who do you want? For me, Arthur Lampard in. For now, get Lampard in. He did what I tell you. He did really well. He, he didn't have any money. He bought the youth guys in like Mason Long. Reese James came in. He bought the youth into it and he did really well. He got the Derby as well. Did well as well. Give him a chance at, at Oh, our club, but anyhow, but not Conte for now because Conte doesn't be on quite a minute. He just, I think, we too much to come in for now. But bring down Paul or they haven't for now. Let's see what they want to do. No ideas. Yeah, I think, 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 I
would, would Lampard and how be your kind of uh, Mark Hughes at scene now, just steady the ship uh, and then kind of progress and then you bring in your, your Conte Jay, a lot of talk on Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> um, Stevie G, he said no to the job, but if he wants to come down to Newcastle, I would take him hands down. He went to Rangers in Scotland, he's done really well there. I'm, pr- I'm proud of him in Newcastle fan. Because he's done brilliant there. He won, he won the league with them. He beat the rival Celtic, so he's doing really well there. He's got a built team, a good plan base behind him. But what he cut in Castle? I don't know. It's up to him. We're going to take that. We kind of have to say that. So it's up to, it's up to the manager. He might go to Newcastle if he really wants to challenge you. Like, I mean, if he, he ever gets sick and sick of living off of Gothland all the time, like he might come down to you. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. All he does, Adam, all he does, does but it's up to the owners and the uh, chairman. Sorry, that. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, bring someone in an the or someone big. don't know who we're going to be, but surprises. He could have surprised me, I surprised him on the day. So, what happens? Yeah. Uh, just a quick up on the chat THFC Kirst, how are you doing? Thanks for watching. Uh, uh, she's mentioned there's a bit of background noise. I, I can't figure out where that is. Um, but yeah, apologies for that. But as long as she can still hear us, and that'll hopefully be okay. Um, but yeah, January is obviously, Jay, where you're going to make your mark, I would have thought. I mean, I, I can't imagine that you're going to leave it all the way until uh, summer to start making signings. But I mean, if you if you were the chairman... What in January would you be doing? Players first, I'll bring in a couple of defenders. Dennis uh, Tadowski from Burnley, he'd be good defender for for that. Replace the Selkin. We need defenders, midfielders, we need a new four as well. We need our striker because we need someone who can place kind of Wilson. But see what happens. But I'll bring in Hatoski, hopefully Aaron Ramsey, being there and still on the roof. But I kind of I don't know. I kind of don't know who we're bringing in. But some players like that, hopefully being back. I thought I might be bringing back Gina Wildham, but when he come back to Castle, I don't know. Could you saying for PSG and the summer there? But see what happens in January with the division. Put them. Yeah. Uh, well, it's going to be interesting how much you spend in January and how spend in the summer. But obviously there was a game yesterday. I, I think Spurs fans were quite worried. Uh, Newcastle are kind of a bit of a bogey team. But, you know, the game, the ownership and everything, it kind of isn't really that important when you consider that yesterday, just before half-time, someone almost died. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, he's OK. Um, Kirst has uh, pretty much mm-hmm. echoed that. Happy with our win yesterday. Yeah. More happy that Kirst is doing OK. And, yeah, and... and I mean, Dyer and Reguillon get quite a lot of flack from Spurs fans for their performances on a football pitch, quite rightly so. But, I mean, their, their, their quick thinking composure and, and yesterday, uh, Reguillon first to alert the uh, referee, Dyer to then alert the medical team on the bench. Uh, and that there was a Newcastle fan, I think, not too far behind uh, the person in question who was a, a heart doctor who helped as well. It's, it's things like this that the medical medical that the football world comes together and kind of um yeah. 
disagrees with the stereotype of footballers are idiots and all of this kind of stuff. But yeah, as long as he's doing okay, that's good. But um, it keeps happening though, doesn't it, Adam? You had Ericsson, you've had um, Mwamba. Yeah, Mwamba, yeah. You go Ekiog if you take away the football pitch, but on a training pitch, I mean, sometimes these players are too fit and then fans, I mean, is it a, a health issue? I honestly don't know what's going on. Like, oh, big up Tommy as well. But like, yeah. Yo, yo. I mean, like, oh, boys, how's it going, boys? We're fine. Um, just talking about the poor fan who nearly died yesterday. Um, yeah, anyway, though, I think, yeah, it depends on the person, really. Like, but, um, like you said with the players, it's because apparently because they're too fit, like they're hyper fit, so their heart doesn't like work properly. That's the yeah. case with Ericsson M. Wamba, I think. think um, but uh, that fan could have really had anything wrong with them, really. Like, they could have had a history of heart problems and stuff, like, but I mean. Look, the main thing is they're alive, Ivan. They're making a, a, a recovery, like an extra yeah. Just to put kind of like, like maybe just even the slight positive, um, positive, uh, um, thing on this, like, um, between like, uh, those three you mentioned, Ericsson, Muamba, and this fella, thankfully, all three of them survived their heart attacks. Mm. Or the cardiac yeah. Rest, like. yeah, I mean, evening, Tommy. How you doing? Um, not too I mean, bad, man. Not too bad. Yeah, this poor guy, thankfully, is, is okay. But, I mean, it, it's becoming more and more commonplace, isn't it? I mean, David Ginola said it on um, Punditry, didn't he, that everyone needs to learn CPR. I, I, I learned CPR at college and then saw someone collapse and literally froze and didn't know what to do. So it's, it's really? oh, this was years ago, yeah. But yeah, it's it needs to be taught, presumably, right? I was just lucky that there was a heart surgeon or a heart doctor behind uh, the guy in question. Mm. Oh, is that yeah, what happened? Was, is that is that really what happened? Is that actually what happened? Well, but apparently, yeah. Before before Dyer obviously got to uh, the bench and told the medical teams to come over. I mean, as so, Adam yeah, as Adam said, it's just great. It's just great that he he survived. You know, Ericsson survived. Um, it, it could have been very, very different. Couldn't it? it could have been. It could have worked out very, very different without a defibrillator. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's just that's amazing news. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure the game wouldn't have gone ahead if it was if it was fatal. If it was fatal, I'm yeah. sure the, the game had to yeah. be cancelled. Really, didn't it? Um, mm. So, um, yeah, I couldn't care less about the actual game in that situation. But um, yeah, it's just great. It's just great for all parties that everyone, everyone was, you know, everyone was, uh, everyone come out uh, unscathed in the end. Um, well, I will say we were talking about it yesterday on uh, on a stream, me and Bob, and it's just it's common sense. You got to have a, a defibrillator, not just in in every stadium, but every corner of every stadium. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I, yeah, I don't understand that. I just don't understand that at all. Yeah, I mean, Bob, do you think this will that will happen? Being that Ericsson, what was that June? Not that long ago. Now we've had this four months later. Do you think that will happen? Yeah, I think it should be happening before the realisation comes that it should be happening. You know, we've got uh, got medical boxes, you know, the green boxes uh, with, the, uh, with the crosses on everywhere, every corner of the stadium. Um, with the amount of money that's involved in football, there's absolutely no reason why a stadium can't afford 20, 20 or 30 defibs that should be potted around around the uh, stadium. Why it's, it's happening more often, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's the fact that... It, everything's a lot more exposed now everything's in the in the uh, 
in the public eye. You know, who's to say that uh, there haven't been heart attacks previously at, uh, at games, but there's, there's hardly any cameras there. Apparently there was a, um, a collapse in a looting game about two, three weeks ago. Uh, no one knows about that. No. So um, it is common. I think the more exposure life gets, uh, the more the more common it will feel to us. Because, um, yeah, I speak from experience, it's not that uncommon. It's not that uncommon. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully this again. Just I mean, sad that this thing happens, and then that's yeah. what creates the uh, awareness of it. It should be awareness anyway. But um, thankfully he's okay. The game carried yeah. on. Um, but Jay, obviously. Your fans, as pretty much anyone in football knows, would have been up for this, and they were up for this. The noise before the game was unbelievable. The, the, the one thing you do as an away team is you shut the crowd up early doors. You do not give them a goal after a minute and carry let them carry on cheering. But that, that, that's what happened. Uh, but then it kind of went completely different for you guys. So... I mean, the start was what you, you guys wanted, but then what happened in the game to let us back in the game, or was it Tottenham got, us, got ourselves back into the game, Newcastle let us into the game? What, what happened from your point of view? Yeah, we were just shutting from this from when we scored the goal. We were just sitting back, Steve wasn't doing getting instructions properly, the captain wasn't even shouting, we were just sitting back to that, to that. But we were just shocking from the start. From the start, we had a great start, but then we actually went wrong because they both not giving instructions to the players. He was standing there looking, why am I here? We need to focus on the next game, but we just started great and we just went wrong after that. We just went down downhill. We were just sitting back and we were like cutting through. Do you think the occasion got to the players of, of, of the magnitude of what's happening at Newcastle? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, with the fan being the heart attack and all that. And I must have got the players to play hot to heart. But yeah, I've got Newcastle, yeah, it's been mad. But only, yeah, this was a heart attack. I missed a bit of players were quite worried about it. On my side, of the just sorted out. Say what, he was fine, he's fine now, but we need to get it. This team built again and get hopefully get a first in the season on the board. So we won't get that far. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you score goals and, and you obviously have an attack as well, Tommy, I know for a fact, is a huge fan. You get him on the ball, you've really got a chance of stuff. Yeah. Sort of stuff. Do, do you think you'll stay up? Well, yeah. outside the relegation zone before January? Yeah, we'll need to steal. We'll need to if we don't steal, something's going on the floor. We need to steal this. We need to steal steal. Because if we steal up now, we get this new manager in, steal, get mid table. Hopefully, I would say 16 or 17 or, or 10, but we won't get that far. But hopefully, mid table, get out of there and get some battle. Because we should be going down. We're going to the world. We should be winning these games. Yesterday, when he got, we're showing us what we didn't. We did it in the wrong way. A lot of games we haven't been winning, so we won against Waffle, but one in that way. Hell of a zone. Some of this is tough for us. But, yeah, it's what it's about. Get over the same one. Yeah, I mean, Adam from uh, 
Great start for Newcastle. Terrible start from Tottenham. But I, I thought it was, I wouldn't say our best performance of the season, but one of our best performances of the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you shut the crowd up early doors. We didn't. We gave them a 1-0 win. But then I thought for the next five minutes, Newcastle were on the up. Um, but then we did shut them up. Then we got our goal. Then we got our second uh, and then obviously the incident happened, but obviously before the incident, we had shut the crowd up. Um, do, do you think it's one of those cases where, you know, you you need that kind of, uh, you've lost a goal to give you a bit of a kick up the backside and go, okay, we need to buck up here and, and show what we're capable of. And, and do you think if it had been nil-nil after, I don't know, 15 minutes, it would have just been one of these boring games, we wouldn't have attacked with the the threat that we did or do you think the fact that Newcastle seems so open I mean Undon Bele we'll talk about later I mean he could have had a cup of tea and a shower every time he got the ball and still not being closed down uh, so do, do you think we'd have attacked like that anyway or do you think it was a bit of a kick up the backside and a rocket up the backside that the goal for Newcastle I don't. I think it was definitely more of a rocket up the backside. Actually, with the way we played afterwards, it was more like a nuclear bomb up the backside. It reminded <laughs> me like, oh, yeah, it, it was like it reminded me actually a lot how we responded against Villa once they got the equaliser. I was like, and the team's base said, no, no, we're not going through this again. And they went up the pitch like just a few seconds later and banged one in. Like, they, I mean, like we want to see more of that like fight back in them in the right throughout the rest of the season. Now, like that's what we've been missing, especially in those dreadful three games, which I, I, I just don't want to even think about them anymore at this stage. Stage and um, yeah. yeah, yeah, like um, now, now if, if it had been nil nil, I don't think we we would have been played that good, or at least I don't think we, we would have played it as good as that, you know, that quickly, quickly. But I think we would have definitely gotten like one or two, like eventually, even after the incident. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tommy, uh, were you surprised at how quickly we hit back? Not not in terms of the goal, but how we got fashioned some chances, got our foot on the ball. Kind of dictate a bit of the play after the goal, considering that we have had three games this season where we've uh, been ripped apart three goals. Um, I mean, a hostile atmosphere as well. Newcastle are always going to be fired up for that. And it's it's very rare that you see Ant and Deck on TV if it's not ITV. So you know it's a big game for Newcastle and a big day for Newcastle with Ant and Deck on another channel. Um, <laughs> and, and obviously that goal fired them up even more. And it could have been a case if we if this was a month ago where we were playing the Palaces, the Chelsea's, the Arsenal's, that we could have been out, out of sight, that Newcastle could have been out of sight, sorry, after about 20 minutes. So were you surprised at how we fought back and got the game back into our favour? Or did you think Newcastle was so open and it was always going to come, like Adam said? Yeah, I mean, as as Adam said with Villa, we showed we showed signs that we there was a reaction. There was a reaction to the team. Uh, going behind, I think that was the that was the best thing that come out of the Villa game. Obviously, getting the three points. But when we went, we sort of, we sort of uh, when we when we drew one all, uh, when when they got the goal back, uh, Villa, we sort of went for it. We went back on the front foot uh, and went for that second goal. And we sort of done that here. We done that here when we went two one up, three one up. So and we and we done that. When we went one 0 down. Uh, the the reaction was was quick. It was fast. And I'm I'm pretty sure that every Spurs fan watching that with it, they were at the stadium or whatever. Thought it's going to be a long day. This is going to be a long night. I did you after know? ten minutes, five ten minutes. I thought well, this is going to be anything if we don't buck our ideas up. And I don't think you know what I don't think anybody was to blame. I don't think for the goal anyone was that much to blame. I think Royal messed about with a little bit, uh, a little bit with the ball. 
But Romero wasn't the man. You know, well, he stood I, still, didn't he? You've got to be aware of. Um, he he did he did stand still a little bit. Kind of stood still. Yeah, I used some visuals. I just used some visuals in the stream I did, and and when I looked at it, when I actually looked at it, it was sort of Royal should have Royal should have marked him. Uh, I think Romero thought that Romero uh, that uh, Royal Royal Romero Royal Romero. I'm just gonna call it Emerson. I'm just gonna call it Emerson. <laughs> Emerson. I think Romero thought Romero thought Emerson had him, uh, and so he looked over his shoulder, took a quick glance, and, and thought, you know, uh, you know, Emerson's got him. And then um, he didn't. He lost him. Callum Wilson came forward and knocked it in. I thought it was brilliant striker play from Callum Wilson. And I don't think Romero can be too much to blame. They were they were out of the blocks fast. I mean, we saw the atmosphere beforehand. It was unbelievable. It was ridiculous the scenes there. Uh, we saw how happy the Saudi the Saudis were and how quickly how sad they were. Very fast. You know, they were sleeping after 20, 25 minutes. They were fast asleep. But it looks at things. It looks like they gave up as well. But um, no, the reaction was brilliant. The reaction. We went there when it was one-one against Villa was great, and there's there's something happening. There's certainly something happening, and Nuno's changing his philosophy. It seems he's changing his philosophy for, even from Wolves. He's going back to he's 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 changing it to something that he's never done before. He's he's adapting his game. He knows that he knows that the Arsenal the Arsenal game was a shocker. He had to change things. The second half of that Arsenal game, he took Delhi off. Delhi hasn't returned, and and that was the start for me. That was the start. Four-two-three-one, taking Delhi off, and and the team are reacting now. They're reacting, and uh, yeah, that was the that was the best thing to come out of yesterday's game, and the fact that when we're three one up, we're still on the front foot. I know they got one back uh, and took it back to three two, but even three one, we were still on the front foot. So there's there's reaction to this team. It, it seems, seems like there's some uh, there's some fight in us at last. Yeah, I mean, Simply uh, Ace has just uh, said here. Uh, cheers for watching, by the way. Uh, it was a good performance defensively. We nearly blew it at the end. We still need to improve defensively. Had there been another five minutes, we may have drawn that game. Possibly, but um, in terms of going forward, Bob, I thought we were trying to score the perfect goal in the second half. Just get yeah. the ball in the net, 4-5, then you can go and try and score a world-class yeah. goal, get goal of the season. Uh, there was a bit where, where Hoiberg should have played it to Kane on the outside yeah. and made a lung burst and yeah, run I outside of him. And he's, he's played it to After Sun, which one is fine. Time, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's played it to Sun, which is fine, but Sun's got about three players around him. He needed to speak to Kane. And... and yeah, trying to score the perfect goal, but yeah. do, do you think if there had been another five minutes, we'd have uh, just sorted that out? And and who who are your star performers for us? Um, I I think I can guess a few, and I've put uh, banners on here. Yeah. To talk about them later, but who who are the star performers uh, in a Spurs shirt? Obviously, I've I've heard I've heard that narrative that simply Ace has just put in. If it was another five minutes, you know. If what why we could have scored another two or three goals in the five minutes the way we were playing mm -hmm. beforehand, so it's uh, it's uh, it's a it's a it's one of those if 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 and buts you know it was uh, I mean I, I, I'm sure Jay or Jay might agree with this or might not agree with this, but Newcastle are going to go places, they're going to buy players, they're going to be successful, they're going to win cups probably before Spurs, but let's be honest right now, and I said this before the game and I've said it since the game. At the moment, they've got a shit team and they've got a shit manager. We've got the better players and we were always going to win that game yesterday. I said 4-1 before the game. We did score four goals, technically. Uh, one of them were on uh, our own side, but we've got the better players. We've got the better team. And after Villa, it was a case of... That was the only question, can we kick it on from Villa? And... Um, it was, in my eyes, a 3-2 thrashing. It was probably one of the most comfortable uh, games we've ever played. Yeah, of course, Dyer's mistake or whatever. He should have done better looking at it today. But um, 
it was a thoroughly deserved win. There's no way Newcastle could go away thinking, oh, we should have got this and that out of it. And I said it before, we've got the better players. If they play, we'll beat them and we'll beat them comfortably. We've got to stand back and look at the bigger picture. They're second from bottom for a reason. Um, Steve Bruce has spoken about he is a he is a championship manager. Should Newcastle be surprised? I'm sure Jay's not surprised that he was incapable of changing the uh, the onslaught and and the and the com- comfortable possession. They were chasing shadows. They were chasing shadows, and uh, and it just shows what a big big job the the new owners have, which I'm sure they'll rectify. But yesterday, like I say, fill up the stadium all you want, bring in all the billionaire. Uh, uh, f- fake f- fake fans. I mean, that, that was embarrassing though. They were trying to celebrate a goal or a missed chance and, and then falling asleep. You know, it was... Uh, it was no, just I, I, sitting I'm, there not, I'm not sure Newcastle have fake fans. They could be in a conference. No, 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 no. I mean the owners. I mean the owners. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, the they've got to be seen celebrating, haven't they? They've yeah. The I mean, they can't be going, well, some, well what, what time's Corby on? Yeah, so someone had to come down and explain to one of them what a red card was. I mean, that's... Oh, my but, um Really? But yeah, oh, my. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, 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 but the thing is, we we were always going to beat him yesterday and it shouldn't come as, as, as a surprise. But, um, yeah, players that stood out for me, I've said this on, on Twitter as well, Ollie Skip has probably become one of the most important players in our team right now. He makes Hoybier and Endembele better players. He's one of those players that will miss if he doesn't play. He's not gonna he's not gonna win man of the match, he's not gonna stand out with back heels and and flicks and and, and dribbles like a, like an Endembele. But I'll tell you what, mate, he's he's so important he plays he plays with such maturity as well and Sigurd Hadley he was the best midfielder on that pitch yesterday Hoiberg's coming into his game a lot more he's cut he's, he's playing the Denmark role a lot more because of Skip um and uh Endembele seems to have uh, been playing with a bit more freedom so for me yeah everyone had a really good game but Skip is slowly but surely becoming our most important player um in, in the team right now and uh, an upcoming is twenty to one to get in the England squad. I put twenty mm. quid on it today. It's twenty to one. I put twenty quid on it to be in the World yeah. Cup uh, England squad. I think that's uh, not bad. I'll do it while you yeah. can. Yeah, I mean, he can I mean, get in front Jay, of Henderson, uh, can't he? He can get in front of Henderson. You'd imagine Henderson's legs are going now, so you, you, yeah, you'd exactly. imagine he'd get in front of Henderson. Yeah, yeah, because Henderson's not getting any younger. Like he's he's been around for a while. Like. It's still a yeah. year. He's still a year away, another year to develop. And if he's developing as quickly as he has in seven games, then, well, eight games now, then, uh, well, yeah, it, things are looking rosy. It will come in for Calvin Phillips. And is he better than Calvin Phillips at the moment? Yeah, I understand he is. Of course he is. He's playing better than Calvin Phillips. Yeah, I mean, I mean Simply Ace is uh, glad that you were uh, gassed over that performance. I'm not sure if that's sarcastic or not, but, I mean, Simply Ace, we lose all these games. <laughs> we're going to be happy when we win and we score three goals. But, um, Jay, uh, do you agree with what Bob said? Were you surprised? Um, that you lost that game. Did, did you expect us to to win that game beforehand, or, or did you expect the joy and the, the fans, uh, the twelfth man, essentially, to carry you through? What were your expectations going into the game? And yeah. I thought we were the game quite strong, but look at the lineup we had out. Joel, it was good yesterday. 
no, he was all right, but the second half for um, for Xavi was just disgusting. He should have done what he did. He was just mm. had no clue. He got sent off. Zan Darfog. I can't even. He's done that before, hasn't he? He's not uh, the first place, but yeah, but we were just, yeah, the game was, I thought we were going to game, yeah, the teenagers came out, thought we were going to win it, but didn't. Reserve the get beat. Being terrible all season. You know, I agree with Bob said, yeah, we're just a terrible club. But we've got shit players. We need something. But where's it going to come from? They've got to you a lot. You've got like some Man City, you've got Man United. Look at them. They've got good players. What we've got, we've got Woody, St. Maxim, and Amarad, who are the best players we've got on the pitch. It's only one game that they've been in charge, but do you think any any of your players yesterday kind of stood out and said to the owners, we've got to keep that guy? The best player sort of for me, I would say, was Maximum and um, Maximum Connor Wilson and Dullerton played a good game as well. But for me, yes, the best player with the pitch was uh, was uh, was uh, Maximum of all them. But we just sit, we weren't trying before. Steve, need to the owners. The owners want now. Next whole ride. Come on, now get the manager sacked. Get him out of that club because he's got not... a big job, haven't they, Jay? They got a big job, mate. Yeah, because you look at look at look at your lot, Tottenham. I mean, you know, I I don't really watch Tottenham a lot, but but look at us. We've been bought out by a new owner, Saudis. I wish, I wish, um, as fans. We're all grateful we got it because we've been through hell for 14 years, I actually. And it's just great we've got new owners in. But the club going forward, we need, we need, we need to win mm. trophies as well. Big money gets present in January, new players in, see what we can buy. But still available in January. We don't know yet. But do, do, do you agree with um, Danny Murphy, Jay? He, he was saying he doesn't think that you'll buy players in January because they're still. Unless something changes, there's still the risk of relegation, so they, they won't want to come huge, huge players like that and then potentially get relegated. So he thinks it'll be loan, so you could get big players on a loan, and then if it does go south and you get relegated, then they still yeah. go back to their club. But do, do you think it'll be loans? Do you think you'll get big players? Do you think it'll be yeah. less players? What do you think will happen in January in the calibre of players and Type of deals that you'll get over the line. Yeah, so we're yeah. getting coming. There's got to be. I don't. I don't. I don't really. Danny Murphy for me. He just talks for the. Just talks like his mind. For me, really. He simply said Newcastle off because you know he didn't play for Newcastle. He played for Fulham. He doesn't know everything about our club in the first place. So yeah, we can go big in, in January. We can sort Danny Murphy up. Show him how we can buy a player in, in January. But Danny Murphy for me. He's saying comments about if we're saying something about his former club, and I mean it's just how it is. But we got to get big players, we need some big players, and we need some new signings, new players to get this team up and running again. Do, do you think? Do you think they'll they'll build a team around Maximum because he is Maximum? Going forward, he's your threat, isn't he? When he plays well, you create chance. Do you think they'll build a team around him? Yeah, I think they need to. Round Boston and Maxman and Willick. Build it around them three. And I'm on as well when he gets back. Get around them for Get where them for. Get where around them for. We need a lot better forward. We need someone 
like that to get one of them three players. Them four to get someone who can work with them four together as a, as a team because we're not being that great since top of the season. It's been mm. up and down. Yeah, I mean, uh, Adam uh, Undombele, uh, as Bob has said, looked fantastic. Fantastic. Maybe that's a bit uh, over the top. It's been one game, but he looked really interested again. And at that third goal, all of our top four were involved in that heavily. And, and all throughout the game, our top four were massively involved. Undombele's got the first goal, Kane's got the second goal. More of an instrumental in the third goal, which was uh, it. along with Undombele and Kane crossing it to Sun, who's uh, scored the goal for the four. Um, do you think that's kind of our, uh, the way that Nuno will play that front four going forward? Or do you think it was a, a case that they looked good because Newcastle either just let the midfield have time and space to just turn or they played a high line? And, and Jay mentioned about Steve Bruce not having a clue. If you play a high line when Kane and and Son are playing, you only have to have a look at that Southampton game last year where they just picked him off at will. Um, mm. But, yeah, do, do you think we looked good because Newcastle's midfield weren't pressing and the defence were kind of off the pace? Or do you think we were that good and we made Newcastle look that bad? I honestly think both. Like, I mean, yeah, sure enough. I mean, Ian, like, if you play a high line against that front four, like you're just asking for or, or pacing, like, but mm. at the same time, they, it, the, those, those players, like, played good and they linked up well, like, I remember, like, um for, uh, I think it was Son's goal, like, it, I just love seeing Kane and Son link up again and Kane getting that assist, like, as well as that unbelievable goal, mm. which I'm just never going to forget, by the way, I mean, that was, that was beautiful, like, and so was, and, um, and so was, and, um, Pepele's, uh, yeah, as well, like, I mean, both, both those goals were just class altogether. And to be fair, actually also, so I don't want to alarm anyone, but I think Ndombele actually lasted more than 60 minutes in that game. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I think he lasted the whole game. Am I, mm. am, am, am I dreaming? Like, I mean, if I'm dreaming, it's a very good dream. Don't get me wrong. Like, He probably had a defibrillator half time because, I'm not, because he's never lasted that long, has he? Right. No, no. I think he played a couple of 90 minutes under Mourinho, didn't he, towards the end? I think, uh, do you know what? I think he has in Europa League this season. I think Nuno, he played against Ren 90 minutes or something yeah, like that. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So at least that's that's a big plus, isn't it? The fact that he's getting 90 minutes. Yeah. The, the, the fact we're celebrating the fact is is uh, he's, he's completely 90 minutes, says a lot. <laughs> it's it, 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 it's, it's, it's a, a worrying in itself. It's like yeah. we're celebrating that he, he made 90 minutes. It's, yeah. It is worrying, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that, needs to, that needs to stop. We just need to take it for granted. Because if we're putting on a player knowing he's only going to be given 70 minutes, we're already using up one sub for before the game started. So 90 minutes should be the least he should be given. Um, especially in a game like yesterday where, let's be honest, we weren't chasing the ball. You know, we we had possession. We were dictate, dictating the uh, uh, the speed of the game. So um, yeah, everyone saved a bit of legs, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Tommy, I remember talking to you not that long ago. We were saying Le Celso in for Ndombele because he works harder for the team, and then Ndombele goes and puts that performance in. But like Bob says, there he didn't really have to chase back a huge amount. West Ham is going to be, you'd expect, very different, certainly at their ground. That, that front four, would you go with that front four? And it, or as as much as you can, the same team that, that started against Newcastle? 
Or would you go a bit more conservative with Lo Celso in, in front on Bele? I think I think we've all agreed that Ali is way down in the pecking order now in that position. Uh, so he's going to have to wait for injuries or really impressive training and then take his chance. But yeah, what did you make of Undon Bele? And do you think it was uh, him playing well, Newcastle playing bad? And for West Ham, do you think he deserves another shot in that position? Being that, like Bob says, he's probably going to have to chase around a bit more. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's essential. It's essential that we play with the four-two-three-one, really. So in Dombele, in Dombele, it'll be the third game on the bounce. If you keep the same, if you keep the same team uh, going into the West Ham game, it will be the third game on the bounce. So uh, yeah, that's abs it's absolutely vital. But he doesn't have to do too much work. This is the thing: we don't want him to do too much work defensively. You stay up there, son. You have the freedom. You make errors because he yeah. did make errors in the first 25, 30 minutes. I saw a lot of errors, and he was annoying me somewhat again because he does. He did annoy me against Villa. But look. At the end of the day, it's his second game, I think, in number 10 in the league in since last Christmas. And he's a number 10. He's a number 10. So this is his second game, in the not just second game on the bounce. This is his second game in almost eight, nine months. When we know that's his best position, up until Christmas, we were top. We were top mid-December with Ndombele playing number 10. But for some reason, Sissoko's legs seemed to just go. Uh, and and we tried to put in Dombele next to Hoybier. It just didn't work in, in any way, shape, or form. We tried it this season, the 4 3 3 with Ndombele in centre mid. It just doesn't work. Mm. Number 10 is his position. So for, for the West Ham game, he has to, Nuno has to stick with a, with, with a winning side, not just in Dombele, but I think the, the first 11. Uh, I think the duos in the first 11 are starting to, we're starting to see some partnerships. Uh, Hoybier, Skip, they've been together a long time. Dion Romero still needs a lot of work. It does need a lot of work. Um, and then uh, Ndombele and Kane, that's going to be key because Ndombele is going to put the ball into Kane a lot. That's That's got to be the plan. So um, we've got to keep this Kane, team together. Kane and, Kane and Sam, that's a new one, not been done before. I think, I think yeah, Reglon no, and Sam. They're doing all right. They're doing all right. <laughs> I, I, they? I yeah. think Reglon and Sam seem to have a good understanding. Reglon and yeah. Sam. I, th I thought Reglon was superb. He obviously yeah. set up the first goal, the, the whole um, medical uh, emergency as well. But... It, I wouldn't say he got Shelby sent off. Shelby got himself sent off, but he had no... He'll say he had no choice, but, you know, Reguilón had the beating of him. And he had someone in the middle. I can't remember who it was now, but if if, if he hadn't been fouled, he just rolls that across and it's a one-on-one. -on -one. But, um, yeah. yeah, Emerson, I thought, started off really poorly. I mean, he was at fault for the goal in terms of the, the ball came over to him, should have been easy and just control it and then play the ball. But... Um, I think he Joe still Gins, looks good to me going forward. Yeah, uh, what worries me about Emerson is, is shit in the air. Uh, Joe Linton was up against him in the pot. I don't know if it was on purpose, but he always seemed to be. Um, uh, uh, he always seemed to have Joe, Joe Linton around, and he didn't wing a single header. Uh, I know Joe <laughs> Linton's, but uh, you know, even against um, uh, Maximum, I think it was a couple of times. He seems to be really rubbish in the air, and that worries me, especially if. If uh, the opposition work it out, uh, they're probably watching this program, Chris. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah, exactly. The scout. Uh, the scout. The scout. Yeah. Jay's undercover. Jay's undercover. That's man. it. That's it. Yeah, Jay's <laughs> undercover. But that, 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 that worries me. He seems to be a bit of shit in the air. So, um, but yeah, going forward, of course, we've never had an issue with Emerson or Reglon. It's the defensive side. Reglon is improving. I think we can see that. But Emerson, man, he just, like I say, he worries me in the air. But at least we've got Doherty. <coughs> uh, we're sort of seeing the same deficiencies. 
Exactly. I mean, we're, see, we're seeing deficiencies with Reggie, aren't we? Reggie last season, great going forward, coming from La Liga, and Emerson Royal coming from the same league deficiencies. But Reggie looks improved on both yeah, exactly. fronts for me exactly. this season. I, I, so I think, though, like Bob says, that that skip we're we're not going back to, but we, we've got similarities with the Poch 16-17 season where you had Wanyama and Dembele kind of marshalling stuff. Gave the license for Walker and Rose to go forward without having to concentrate 100% on their defensive responsibilities. They were obviously quick so they could get back. But you've kind of got that now with Skip and Hoiberg as a kind of uh, a security kind of yeah. double position. And, and like the partnership that was said. Yeah, I mean, Jay, uh, Bob mentioned Joe Linton there. He brought him as a striker. He, he played yeah. as a left kind of winger. Um, he had a few good moments going forward, but he, he always looks a little bit lost yeah. to me because he's a striker play, uh, playing on the wing. He's the guy looking for the left winger to play the ball to him. But um, what did you make of him? And, and you brought him for quite a lot. I think he only plays well against Tottenham, really. I can't, I can't really... <laughs> yes, he's done all right well, against but... us. I feel like he's done all right. But you look at John Linton, he's going to create isolated more. He needs to be one of them balls down, but he's not a winger. He's better than a winger than a striker because you can get in more in there. But he played well, he played well. For me, I watched a bit of him and played really well. But he should have scored actually, but chances he had were just stop. He needs to run and he's shooting properly. But for me, he's not worth forty million. He's about to me. I was about, about ten million, not forty million for me. He's not. He got the number t- nine shirt taken away from him, Joe Linton. Yeah. They took the number yeah. nine shirt to Wilson. Now that's humiliating. It? I mean, that's yeah. humiliating. It? Jay, is it is it an exaggeration? If it was FIFA, right, and yeah, you were on. given all this money, you would give all this money, and you said, right, I want to spend it. You would probably make ten changes. By ten players for his started lineup. Is that an exaggeration or is that right? It's yeah, it's right. Yeah, because it is right. Because we would we need to. We, the social media yesterday was just shocking. We, we brought on, you know, brought on Jacob Murphy on, but we just look at the they just weren't right. The team wasn't right. We just weren't. They weren't talking to the manager. They weren't talking, the fact the players were just shocking. But for me, we need to work on that. Next game, we've got Brighton. No, we've got Palace. No, Palace this weekend. We've got Palace away this weekend. That's Elhurst Park. Yeah. If we're getting stuff from there, I don't know what's coming next for us, but we need it one. Do you think the players could be better with a different manager, or do you think they are that bad that it doesn't matter which manager comes in, that there's still going to be the same issues there? If we don't get rid of Steve Bill, we'll see myself again. I said it. Talking to uh, your rival fans the other day about it because I had some stick off them, some stick about the team because they weren't happy about it. But I'm not bothered, I'm not bothered anymore. We're just from the world, as I said to them, your rivals. I said, they want to see it, just say it to me first. You know, I don't bothered, yeah, mm. but we needed that. But yeah, it's the there, yeah, we're just. You know, don't get anything. The team's gonna fall apart. This season, we're gonna fall apart. 
big time. Uh, mm. do, do you think the second goal had a, had a bearing on it? Do you think you were... I, I thought you were under the cosh uh, ever since from 10 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, the first goal goes in, possibly sit back a little bit more. Second one goes in, the VAR decision. Do, do you think that was kind of a killer blow for you? Or do you think yeah, it would a bit of difference if that was given offside? I don't know, because apparently... apparently I thought I hadn't seen the, the replay of it myself. I don't know if it was. I said it on site. I don't know what the replay actually was. But for me, if Keon was, I think he was on side because if he was on side or off side, it wouldn't have been the VR. It would have been a go anyway because VR gets a bit out anyway. So it goes over again. But VR is always like that for us. Well, I, I would have to say VAR gave you a, a pretty harsh penalty against us last season at home. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, but in that sense, that at the time was the law. That was not a VAR issue. That was a, a law issue. Which yeah, VAR. Because you look at it in a way of every VAR decision we had this back in yesterday was just, we got robbed, but we couldn't take nothing from it because the referee was just shocking. He wasn't on our side. He wasn't. It was more same world than our side for most of the oh, game. Yeah. What, what, what makes you say that? Because with the, with the red card and all that, and uh, and the the best thing was when you call the, the players away. That that was probably the best thing. You, the best thing about the referee yesterday for the getting the players away for them to, in in the stand for that for that man. Do you, do, you think, do you think? Sorry, carry on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, do, you, do you think the red card was harsh? I, I, yeah. I can't remember the first decision. The second, the, the, the second one was a definite yellow card. I definitely, think. second one definitely. Yeah. The first one was just a little kick out. It was stupid from Shelby. A little kick out in the corner. Do you, do you, do you think it was harsh, Jay? The, the yeah, he didn't, he didn't care. He wanted to be off anyway. He wasn't bothered about it. He just went off. That's it. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't seem that bothered, did he? Nah, he was. We don't remember what him. I think he went. He just. He's just not a good player. He's not worthy of the club anymore. He just needs to go. So he's going to be. He's probably going to be one of the first boys out, isn't he, John Joe? If it's not, yeah, if it's not this January. He's, he's going to be summer, isn't it? He, he's gone. He's yeah, yeah. Look at the team, the manager who will get in. This the team to right. This team needs someone out. It needs someone so out. Jay, who do you want out for? If you had two or three players to get out first, I'm, I'm guessing John Joe will be one of them. Who who are the others? Like if if you if someone was to tell you January, you got three players going. Who, who would it be? I, I just want to know who Newcastle fans really detest. Basically, the Sellies. The Sellies. Yes, I was. He was not. He's not a good captain. He doesn't shout. Richie should be captain. Richie because he shouts. He just he shouts up. We can hear him shouting all the time. I just think, I just think, without Maximin, it's a championship side. I just think, without this is a championship side, Newcastle, without Maximin. I really do. Going back to Shelby, if you're in a relegation battle, you need players you can trust. Shelby just showed yesterday you can't trust him. He's a loose cannon. He's, I mean, if you're in a relegation six pointer and it's close, you can't be doing that and going down to 10 men. No, no. Mm. I said the three players I got up was Shelby, Lascelles, and I'd probably be. Uh, I would say, ooh, for me, 
I would say uh, Jamal Lewis because he's been played at all. Man, been played at the bottom of the line from 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 Norwich. Where's he been? Guys, been playing. We've been playing. We need him. Man, right back, isn't it? Name of the team. We need him back on the team, but Steve Bruce isn't really bothered. But he isn't bothered anymore. I, I want. I want him gone. He just looks yeah. so defeated. Like it's a hard situation for Bruce, isn't he? I mean, you know, it's he knows he's going. He knows his shit. He knows he, his players aren't very good. He was standing there in his pockets like like a school like a schoolboy. He didn't care. He wasn't. He was standing there. Going, yeah, I'm not bothering anymore. I want to be yeah. gone. I'm sad. He wants to be it, gone. Do you, do you think he's, 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 he's standing by his coffin? He's just waiting for someone to. Yeah, because he wants the eight million pound. He wants the compensation. Yeah. He's not going to resign. Well, He's not going to resign, is he? And the pair of change for the Grim Reaper to show up. Like. Yeah, yeah. But my heart, I reckon Steve Bruce. He's not a manager who doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything. Apparently, Lawson said it what the day. He was saying he didn't. He didn't care. He didn't. He was didn't. He didn't care any anyway. He didn't know what he was doing. Because Graham Jones had to step in for him to get to tell him. What I can't believe is because I agree with you. I, I I think he's a good championship manager. Premiership, I think he's terrible. He's had a thousand games in management. Unbelievable. Yeah, but, but do, do you do you think it's a case that he knows he's going? He knows that he's going to get that compensation. If I leave, I get nothing. I've got to stay there, get my eight million pounds, and then I can go home happy days. Do you think he's just? I'll just stay there until they sack me because they are. Because yeah. some managers, I think, do that just knowing that they're going to be fired, but. A compensation. If one of us got fired in our jobs, <laughs> we wouldn't get yeah. like a, a, a treble our wages uh, to go. We'd be, get out and don't come back. Um, do, do you think he's just? Well, I'll just keep my money, and you know it doesn't really matter what happens because they're going to get someone anyway, and I'll get my money and happy days and have a holiday. He will, because he's interviews. He doesn't care. I watched the interview yesterday, but some interviews he's been having is. Press conference on on the game, right? It was absolutely shocking. Well, was Jay, cr- would you would you care, mate? Let's be honest. Would you care knowing that you know, right. you're you're a dead man walking? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go. Dead man walking. Where's Their the motivation? Cab- yeah, it's a cabbage woman. He can go. I don't want him there. <laughs> I he thought he resigned. When, it, when I, I saw the post match in the middle of it, I watched it. In, uh, I got there like um, I, I tuned in halfway through it. I thought he resigned. He, he had tears in his eyes the way he was talking. I honestly genuinely thought he just resigned after he the game. So, nah, he ain't, is he? As we just said, eight million pounds, he's going to lose that, isn't he? So, that's his, that's his retirement fund because I don't think there's another ma- a managerial job for him in the future. I think this is it for him. There will be, yeah. there'll be a championship one to get them out of the championship. He's good at getting clubs out of the championship. I think he's had three promotions and, and certainly he's good at the playoffs. But yeah, uh, Premiership, he's not good enough. He's not enough for me. I would take him on a double tip. I would, if it was up to me, I would take Dean Smith from Villa. I would take him, or Eddie Howe, or Gerard. Anybody can come to this club and say, wow. But Eddie Howe's still available, isn't he? Eddie Howe's still available. I can't believe it. But, I yeah. God, Rob, he shouldn't have left Bournemouth. He did really well down there. I would respect them all. I respect, you've got to look at every club Hey, what already got a season would happen, but this season for us we've been crap from day one. We're talking to the team, we shouldn't be in Premier League, we should be talking to 
but out of every season. We're not. We're probably club, but we're nigger with the club. No, if you are going yeah, to bring a manager in, it's going to be someone who's not in the job at the moment. A Lampard, a Howe. You, you need to look at the right lads. Yeah. Get the club one. Get rid of the downwood. Get your players in. Set them all in. And see what happens and so on. But we need yeah. someone else. Eddie Howe wouldn't be bad because he knows Wilson. He knows um, obviously uh, Ryan Fraser. I know Richie yeah. as well. I think he had Richie, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a good shout. A really player. good shout. And he'll play attacking football as well. I mean, that's what he's known for. Uh, yeah, I agree with him. Just looking at our club a minute. Sub-Alvarez is free. He had a stint there, didn't yeah. he, in Newcastle? Yeah. Last about four games. Slightly, oh, slightly, okay. slightly more than his England. Uh, slightly more than his England tenure. But, uh, England, like, you know, I think <laughs> lasted only like one friendly match or something. Yeah, I won. Probably more. He was just ten months. He wasn't good for the two. Joking is free. Joking is free. Watch oh, out, mate. Oh, John Cameras nowadays. <laughs> oh, mate. His interviews were the best. His interviews were the best. Oh, Joking here, like. Joking here or John Cameras? Yeah, who's that? Huh? Sorry, Carver. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Carver. Yeah. Carver's yeah. interviews, yeah. Oh. Was he the one who said, like, I'm the best manager in the league and then lost, like, six games in a row? I think he was Pardew's um, uh, assistant and then Pardew got fired and he took yeah. over. He was certainly someone's assistant. They've had some shocking managers. I'm thinking about it. Pardew... So that, yeah, that's some shockers, aren't they? It really yeah. am. Uh, it actually makes uh, you feel sorry for Mike, in fairness. Dennis the Wise, best. director of football. Yeah. Direct, Dennis yeah. Wise, director of football. Remember that? We had that yeah, to meet Egan. But he yeah. got us to do some league. We should have won that league, right? Yeah. Look at what we know. Look at what yeah. we had. Look at what we had then. What a mess team back in the day. So Ken Keegan was in charge. No. But you need to be playing. Newcastle needs to uh, like us in many ways. It, it's not yeah. just about winning. Well, you can't even win now. But you, you, know, um, you have to play an attacking front, vibrant football. You need to play attacking football like the mid nineties. I mean, those Liverpool games in the mid nineties were the best games oh, yeah. I've seen in the Premier League. They were incredible. Yeah. Not just Spurs. It's just they were the best games. You need to be on the front foot like us. Yeah, Nuno's negative style and, and Mourinho's negative style will not. Uh, Adhere to the fans. We need to be on the front foot. Even if we're losing, uh, if we're two or three one up, like we have been in the last two games, we need to be on the front foot. And that's what's brilliant to see with us. We, we seem to be changing slowly. Uh, but yeah, you guys, you guys need a whole new, you know, management team. And you're gonna get, you're gonna get, a, you're gonna spend a whole lot of money. People are saying it's gonna be fifty million pounds in January. No way. It's gonna be triple that. It's gonna be close to two hundred million pounds because you're not staying up with fifty million pounds. I don't, I don't, I can't see you staying up. If I'm perfectly honest, exactly. but I think you're gonna spend. I think you're gonna spend a lot. I think you're gonna spend a lot of money this January. We need young talent. Look at what talent we've got. In a minute, we've got nothing. The young talent we've got is brilliant, but the first team is crap. We've got, we've got them twenty threes. Bring some them the club. Bring some them in. Push them up. Bring some put in the team. Show the big players up. Show them up. Get the youth in. We've got new players. We've got, we've got that, that Mexican lad. Bring him in the team. Bring someone in it to actually saw them up. So, yeah, yeah there's one guy. Yeah, there's one guy. I think I was doing a preview with 
a chap called John Sinclair saying there's one one really good youngster who's attacking. It's probably the, the Mexican guy he was talking about. Um, so yeah, I don't yeah. Know, I don't understand why they don't chuck him in. But um, yeah, you've well, got to look at your youth. Anderson's a good player. Anderson. He's a good. Scott. He, he's a good player. He's a brilliant good player. Anderson. He's a young lad. He's, he's got good foot in him. But we, we need something like that. Anderson can bring him in. We don't. Don't bring anyone in the, in the, at the youth team anymore. Yeah, I, I think a new manager will, when they a new manager will see. Certainly, if the new manager's in before January, will see that the players aren't good enough. Um, oh, it's yeah, it's fun to pop. It's fun to pop. You know, in two, in two years' time, you'll laugh about this because you know, if you escape relegation, you'll have. Spent all your money, a load of money. You'll be a completely different team. You know, Champions League, League mania all over again. Yeah, you, you, need, you need to escape relegation this year, and then you'll be fine. And then you'll just go up and get yeah, all this uh, support. Different team, no chance. I'm still in the United. I'm still in the United. I'm not going to leave support. And uh, Adam, obviously, we mentioned uh, he scored his second, his, his goal, his second goal. Uh, I said, uh, if we start playing attacking football, we'll see the best out of Kane. And uh, he looked back to his normal self, you know. And, and fans of the 80s wrestling will get this link. But that, that's got to be Kane there. That, that, that has got to be the Harry Kane that we know. He looked back to his hungry self. I mentioned the run he did for Hoiberg, the, the, the pastor's son. I, I don't even think he looked when he got the ball where son was. He knew instinctively where he was. No thought in his mind other than to... Ping it over to the six-yard box. Goal. Took his goal like he hasn't missed a step. Do, do you think we'll see the best of him now again? Do you think he'll go on a run and, and get back to getting close to the golden boot? Or do you think that was just... He had the chances there because it was a poor Newcastle performance. I mean, like, look, this Harry Kane. Like, I mean, if, if there's anyone in the whole Premier League who, who can go on a run, it's him, like... And like I don't, I don't really see a reason now, like as, as to why he should just like you know come out from that high yesterday and then just slump back down again. I mean that's that's just not his style. Like I think he he's slowly, and I think he's actually starting to really come out of this like this rust like he was in now after what happened during the summer and all that stuff. Like like and um and I think he will definitely get like more than more than a few goals now. Like or, like in the next few months, months. But like I think if Nuno keeps playing this formation, like and keeps playing this more attacking brand of football, it'll benefit him a lot. Like. Like and just as long as Son doesn't get injured and then Kane is just left alone up front again, like like he has a better chance of like like you know scoring more goals. Like, um, this may be a controversial opinion, but I don't think he'll he'll get the golden boot this year. But I still, I mean, that does mean he won't score like a fair few goals. Like, yeah. I mean, what do you think, Tommy? Obviously, like Adam says, there it's not just him who's benefiting from the attacking play. You could argue and Dombele, Mora, Son, and the team. Um. And, and obviously, Son's going to benefit from Harry Kane getting more of the ball because Kane got the, the golden assist last year. But do, do you think Nuno's kind of seen now that, OK, I need to attack, I need to have an attacking threat because to win games, we're not going to win it by keeping clean sheets and nicking a 1 0 goal? Uh, we need to be scoring goals, and to score goals, we need to play attacking to get Son, to get Kane, to get Ndombele, to get more on the ball in attacking, threatening areas. Do you think it'll be. It, not a blueprint, but do you think it's kind of... You, you mentioned it yourself, he's changed his philosophy. Do you think that's 
forced his hand into doing that, or do you just think we've had two good games where we've got a good amount of the ball to be attacking? Well, no, that's it as well. That, that's another thing. That's another development. We we need to score two or three goals a game with this defence. Yeah. We, we're going to need to... We, Kane needs to score 15 goals this season. If we're going to get into the top eight, we might even struggle, struggle to get into the top 10 if he doesn't get 15 goals. It's going to be absolutely essential. We lose... You know, Ndombele's not going to score that many goals. The goals Ndombele scores are weldies, 25-yard weldies. We can't rely on those every week. Uh, and, and Hoiberg, as good as he is, we can't rely on what he's done against Villa. So Kane needs to score 15, 20 goals. I think it's probably too late for, for him to win the golden boot. I think you've got, you know, Salah's got a seven-goal head start and stuff like that. It looks like, you know, yeah. Salah's going to be there all, about. all strikers go on a goal drought, though, at some point, don't they? You can argue that Kane's just had his at the start of the season. And, then, uh, and he does, he does. Salah Traditionally, he does, doesn't he? Traditionally, he starts off poorly as well, doesn't he? No, no, not this long, not this long. But I don't think he started the first two games. So he's had what this is his sixth game, something like that. So um, yeah, I mean he deserves respect, Kane. I think he got a, I think there was a little bit too much disrespect towards him. Look, I get I know he had his head turned and he wanted to go. Uh, and the way he dealt with that was terrible. But this guy, six, seven years, I mean six, seven years of service where he's scoring 20, 25, 30 goes a season if you look at the uh, the the cup games, the cup competitions. Um he deserves respect, and I'm convinced the floodgates will open now. I'm just, I'm absolutely convinced he will start banging him in as, uh, on a regular now. You know, Bob, you said you're going to put a bet on. What was it, twenty to one? What was that twenty to one yeah. bet on? But uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to put that on Kane getting ten by Christmas. I, th I think another nine goals by Christmas by the window. I can see that happening. Oof. I think he's, uh, yeah, man. So I don't know. That'd be like eighteen games in. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, oh, I mean Chris Palace just equalised. Good. Yeah, um, brilliant. They've been, they've been but, all uh, over Arsenal. Yeah, man. I was going to put Tommy Arsenal in my fantasy dream team just to piss you off again, Bob. I thought he was going to keep... They're keeping clean sheets, Arsenal, I tell you. They're keeping clean sheets, but it's gone now. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. I mean, in, in terms of Kane, Bob, what I loved was that the, the goal went in, VAR decision, VAR decided it was a goal. All the players jumped on him celebrating with him. So... Yeah. I queried a little while ago if the players were a bit upset with him and angry with him. Didn't look like that at all. Uh, and then there was a bit in the second half where he's a uh, long ball, controlled it. I think the defender let it bounce, but he's controlled it, turned him, got foul. Yeah. That, 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 that's the kind of cane that you want. And and the Hoy the runoff of Hoiberg that we mentioned, sprinting to get up to yeah. Hoiberg, which yeah. I, I, I said a little while ago after the Arsenal game, Kane isn't not trying because... That Arsenal game third goal, he's been 70 yards back. If, if he wasn't bothered, you don't try and rectify your mistakes. Yeah. It's someone else's problem. So I've never been worried about that. And I thought it was a confidence issue. Villery snatched at a couple of chances. But he took that goal lovely. He looked where the keeper was. knew exactly what he wanted to do as soon as he saw the keeper moving. So I'm with Tommy. I said this a little while ago. If he gets one goal in the league, gets that monkey off his back, he'll go on a run. But it obviously needs an attacking play. He's not going to get those nine goals or 15 goals a season if we're trying to win 1-0 with a sun-free mm. kick every game. But yeah. do you think we'll play kind of to his attacking strengths and Suns and Morvers and Undombele's now? Or do you think it'll be slightly different against West Ham? Because West Ham, with no disrespect to Newcastle, are a better team than Newcastle yeah. and they're at home. Or do you think it'll be, let's take it to West Ham now? We've got, yeah. we got three, two, certainly two of the best uh, forward players in the league and Undombele on his day and more on his day aren't far behind. 
Yeah, I mean, Tony and, and, and Kane are, are two arguably in the world. And, uh, you know, there's, there's two things me and Brian Daigle uh, disagree with. You know, first first is his love of uh, dwarf sex. Is is um is his opinion on who's who? Lo- you haven't said you, you haven't said who enjoys it. His love, so his love. Yeah, his love, his love. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, his love of uh, okay. he likes people yeah, going up on him. Gonna... Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit unfair. Brian's not here to defend himself. Oh, he won't. He <laughs> uh, he's gonna. Oh, mate, he's gonna retaliate on his next stream about the first thing is about the dwarf porn. It's, it's coming. It's an interesting choice. Like I said, I'll, I'll uh, say that from me. Yeah, yeah no, he, he loves it. He loves it. Uh, but uh, and the other thing is, is Harry Kane. He wanted Harry Kane mm. gone dropped and everything and I've said it right from the off I absolutely hated what he did earlier on the season I think it was out of order I think it was a bit it was a shit show the way he reacted like a, a, you know a, a little kid who's chucked. but he's he's the best one of the best strikers in the world he's, he's our best player um, and he's a player that we need to build around and we need to play to strengths and a successful, a good Harry Kane means an excellent Tottenham Hotspur football club. So um, it's good to see him coming back. It's all about kicking it on now. It's the first time he's done it. He's had a good game in, in the in the Premier League. He's obviously scored against Farmers in in the Europe in the champ, in the Conference League. I would say Champions League there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's all about kicking on now. He likes the London derby, so um, let's let's see. Let's hope he can. He can do it against West Ham. But there were signs there uh, yesterday. Like you say, the biggest one for me was the way he took the ball down against Clark and, and, and Clark had to go in and, and get that yellow card because he was uh, outfought and outskilled. Um, yeah, he looked he looked better. The 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 a few weeks ago that cross wouldn't have gone in pinpoint to to a sunny. So um yeah, it was good. And I think that goal's probably given him a lot of confidence as well. But yeah, a uh, successful. We, we need Harry Kane in the team. First of all, we don't have an alternative. Secondly, uh, like I say, uh, a good on-form Harry Kane will mean Spurs are doing really well uh, because he is one of the best in Europe, if not the best. Yeah, I mean, five goals in two games in the league. Uh, not Kane, obviously, the team. And and um, fourteen shots at goal yesterday compared yeah. to. It must have been about 16 against Villa, so 30 in two yeah. games. Whereas Chelsea and uh, uh, Palace, I could probably count all the chances in that game for us on one hand. So it's 10 goals in three games, team. Chris. So 10 goals in three games. Yeah. <laughs> you count the binman. I'm quite hopeful that, you know, not the tightest turn, but the tightest turn in the sense that Nuno's like Tommy says, has gone a bit away from his uh, let's win 1-0 and Mourinho kind of way. And it's a kind of letting people off the leash a little bit. And and certainly that's going to help people like Kane and help people like Son. Because Son and Kane aren't going to flourish at all in a negative, negative way of playing yeah. football. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, hopefully this is the start of something quite big. I, I, Tommy's... Um, your 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 uh, latest episode was this is the start of something. So hope hopefully, you know it is, and we we can go on a run now and start 
getting into that top four, whether we'll get top four is a long, long, long way off and a long, long, long shot. But if you're in the race, you never know, do you? So it's going to be a tough game against West Ham. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we've kind of come to the end now. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys, for coming on. Always great talking to you, uh, Tommy and Bob, uh, Adam, Jay. Thanks, man. Great having you on. Adam, uh, always on Spurs channels, uh, getting in the comments, liking it. Always yeah. helps with the uh, channels, uh, I'm sure. Pretty much <laughs> any Spurs YouTuber is grateful for your help. Um, Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, welcome anytime. Uh, Jay, thanks so much for coming on as well. Um, always great talking about Tottenham with Tottenham fans, but always good as well to talk uh, to a, a fan of the opposition who we've just played to get the kind of perspective from the other end as well. Um, uh, you've got a YouTube channel as well for people. It'll be in the description for people who don't know where it is or, or how to find it. Uh, tell us a bit about your channel and where people can find it. Yeah, retro, you see on YouTube. It's been a long road to get back on it again because I had a bit, of a, um, bit of a step back for the summer. I didn't do anything for the top of the season, but I've come back to it. Dragging come back to it. Just come back to it slowly. But yeah, we're trying to stay on YouTube, you know, where to find me. Please just got me trying to mean a lot of me. I haven't been meant to have as well. I mean a lot. Yeah. yeah make, make sure you go to Jay's channel. Make sure you hit the like. Make sure you hit subscribe. Uh, Tommy. Tommy Talks Ball. I mean, if people don't know now why everyone knows, Spurs fans know about Tommy Talks Ball. But for people who haven't been paying attention, where can they find your channel? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the same as Chris. Basically, we do a lot of the we do a lot of similar stuff, and I have Chris on a lot of my shows too. Um, it's great to see Adam for the first time. As you say, Adam's a massive supporter to all channels, so yeah. it's brilliant to see Adam for the first time. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Jay, Jay, man, don't be too depressed. You got Mbappe next season. Don't worry, like twenty two, twenty three, man. Well, maybe not no, if you're in the championship. Maybe not if you're in the championship. But you know, no, no. If, if you're in the prem, you know, good things ahead, yeah, man. Yeah, good things ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not going. That's not changing anytime soon. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. And, uh, yeah, make sure you smash a like on Chris's channel here. It's completely free. Uh, subscribe. And uh, if you've got time and you haven't uh, subscribed to my channel, jump on mine and subscribe, please. Uh, so, yeah, big up and come on, you spurts. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, uh, cheers. Uh, uh, Bob, again, similarly, anyone who's been living under the rock... <laughs> Doesn't know about Bob Swear. Anyone who's uh, out of the rock knows about Bob Swear TV. But uh, <laughs> where can people find you? Um, uh, I'm on Bob Spur TV. But like I say, uh, like Tommy's just said, you need to. Uh, if you're not subscribed to Chris or or Jay or or Tommy's Balls, um, you need to get it done. <laughs> get it done ASAP. Um, and like like Tommy said, if you're free, pop onto mine. And and if you do fancy something a bit salty and a bit kinky, please log on to www.daglesdildosfordwarves.com Pornhub slash dwarves. Pornhub slash dwarves. Somebody disagrees with Brian. You seem to know an awful lot about the places he goes to, Bob. Oh, they made it. Have you not seen the stream since it comes to Canada? They're in the same room. Brian's there now. Brian must be there now somewhere. He's there now. He's throwing a couple of dwarves around. Excellent, guys. Yeah, hit the like on here uh, if you're watching uh, live or watching the replay. 
hit the subscribe, then go on to Jay's, Tommy's, Bob's, do the same thing on theirs, watch their old content uh, and subscribe, and then you'll get the content uh, each uh, episode they do. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's been a good win, good win. Uh, I won't say too much about it. I don't want to upset Jay too much. But, uh, yeah, it's been a good win. Uh, hopefully we can get a West Ham one as well, make it three out of three. So until next time, come on, you Spurs. Leave you out. Come on, you Spurs. Definitely leave you out. Always. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much for watching. For everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments, before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions, or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!